Tales of a Chicana Woman, the podcast about life experiences and adulting. Advice, tips, and insight to help you along your way. Here's your host, Emily Z. Hey, what's up? Glad to have you back for another episode. In this episode, I will be talking about what is next. And what I mean by that is what is next for you after college? I am currently a senior in college, so that question has popped into my head multiple times. And if you are a senior just like me, I know that it has popped into your head. But no fear, if you do not know what to do after college, then I'm happy that you're listening to this episode because I will, along with my guests, be you know covering what are some of the paths that you can take after college whether that be continuing your education and going for a graduate's program or going into the workforce and start working today i brought in a special guest that you may know from a previous episode she is amanda miller a ulv academic and career advisor and she is here to help us to know more about the different paths that you can take after college. I want to start by asking, what are some things that one should start thinking about as one is getting ready to graduate college? So I think that conversation should start in a student's sophomore year. Um, And, you know, the reason why is because depending on what you're planning to do, you know, post-undergrad life is, you know, different for everybody. And for every occupation, it looks different for everybody's, you know, career path. It it truly is, you know, everyone's unique, you know, pathway. Think of it, you know, thinking about it that way. So I always um, encourage students in their sophomore year to really uh, begin planning out what it is going to look like. You know, if it is going to be graduate school, you know, what other classes are you going to need for graduate school, depending on the prerequisites, if it's going into a career directly you know, what type of experience is required, what type of internships, you know, should you be, you know, working on. Uh, And then, you know, also there's the, you know, financial side of it is, you know, do you plan on continuing to live, you know, if it's, you know, with family, do you plan to live, you know, live on your own, you know, will you be able to afford that? Um, You know, if you took out loans, you know, or is that also something, you know, that you're going to be paying back right away, if you're not planning to go back into graduate school, and continue to, you know, put your loans on hold. So um, I think it, it, it varies by student. Um, so it's, it's really hard to just say, you know, this is the way it looks for everyone. Um, and so, you, you know, I would always recommend to, you know, begin those conversations, begin the planning, um, starting in your sophomore year. And then for the seniors uh, who are just, you know, about to graduate right now is, you know, coming up, you know, with not just you know, a plan for the next couple of years, but what does it look like, you know, 10 years down the line? Um, and, you know, it could be goals, dreams. Um, I like using the word dreams instead of goals, you know, but what is it that you want? You know, how, what do you see in your life? Where do you see yourself living? So you mentioned one should plan out where they see themselves a few years down the road, whether that be five or 10 years from now. But how does one truly go about planning out their future and, would something like creating a career map help? Definitely a career map. So it's, it's always kind of working back, you know, working backwards. What is your ultimate goal? And then doing the research that's needed to know what it is that it's, you're going to have to do to get to that ultimate goal. And, 
you know, sometimes when doing that research, you find, you know what, it might take me a little bit longer than five years, I'm going to have to adjust this. Um, and that, you know, that only is going to come about from, you know, doing the research into, you know, what it is that you have to do. So if you plan to, you know, become a medical doctor, what is it that I need to do? Obviously go to med school, um, you know, and then, you know, doing a residency. So that those types of, um, you know, questions that you, you know, have to find out. And so for everyone, like I said, you know, it's always going to look differently for everyone. But yes, a career map is a perfect uh, way to just get that started. What careers do you know most definitely require graduate schools and which don't? I would say that is a difficult question to answer because depending on how far you want to advance, um, you know, that's where, you know, you may have to rely on graduate school because there's tons of jobs in, you know, the business side uh, where you can go directly into, you know, an entry level position. Uh, but if you want to advance, you, you know, it may require you to, you know, have, you know, a graduate degree. And at least if you want to advance quicker, um, you know, there's definitely ways to advance based off experience. And I've seen it happen, you know, it all kind of comes down to, you know, how quickly you want to reach that goal. And so I mean, you have the obvious, you know, to become a doctor to become a lawyer, you know, to become, you know, a counselor to become a therapist, those are, you know, the types of jobs to that will require um, graduate school, or even, you know, there's credential programs, if you want to become a teacher, uh, you know, you do need, you know, a, a teaching credential, not necessarily a master's. And then you have, like I said, th those other, you know, jobs where, you know, you can do a credential instead of, you know, a master's, or, you know, you have in information technology, there's different certificates that you can get to help you advance your career. If you want to go into an entry level position, uh, most of those are just going to require a bachelor's degree. And I've seen students who work in, you know, higher ed who um, have, you know, just a bachelor's or um, even just a high school diploma in some cases where you can find some entry level positions. Uh, but I would say that's where it's, it has to start at, at an entry level position if you don't have a graduate degree and the experience. And now, um, you know, I see it more um, often where they're requiring both you know, the, some experience and, you know, a, a bachelor's or master's degree. Yeah, times are changing. I know for the job searches that I have done, they at least require you to have a BA. And so I'm glad that I went to college and I will be getting my BA soon. And that leads me to the next question, which is that of what if you want to switch careers? I know there are some people that want to jump ship after, you know, being in the field that they thought they wanted to be in, but no longer do. What is the process after realizing that the career you wanted to do is no longer something that you want to pursue? Yeah, I mean, it, it you know, depending on, you know, which, you know, career change you're making, it happens all the time. You know, it happened to me. I originally wanted to teach uh, K through 12 uh, high school PE. And that's what I was set on doing. I did my credential, I did my master's, and then I realized I don't want to uh, be in K through 12. I like higher ed. I like working with, you know, I really like, enjoy, um, love working with college students. So for me, it was one of those things where I was in my credential program and I had the opportunity to get my master's um, kind of as a backup. So that's what I ended up doing. I ended up uh, doing the master's program as well uh, to have that foundation if I did decide to uh, pursue higher education. 
but for other people, it could look completely different. And, you know, if maybe you want to, um, in your case, you, you know, you majored in communications, you want, um, but then you decide, you know, maybe I want to see the business side. Um, and so if you start, you know, looking into, you know, um, MBA programs, you'll see that there's a lot of opportunities for students who do make a career change, who have a bachelor's. Um, it just might require you to take a few classes, um, what they call the foundational prerequisite courses to get into uh, master's program, master programs. And uh, that happens as well. Uh, and sometimes it might you know, be that you have to kind of restart and start at an entry level position uh, to get that foundational uh, you know, experience. And so, like I said, it could look different for everyone, but there, I mean, I've, I've seen it happen um, many, many times, you know, where, you know, someone has made a career change from, you know, one um, industry to another, uh, but sometimes it does take a, a little bit of time to make that transition, whether that be, like I said, starting off at an entry level position um, and getting that foundation experience or going back to school and, you know, possibly getting some, you know, prerequisite courses completed before you enter a master's program. You mentioned prerequisite classes. Do those classes need to be taken at a community college or is it already included in the graduate's program? So, for example, some uh, graduate programs might um, accept courses from a community college and then some might have some that are already built into their program. And so you might have to take, you know, a semester of, you know, prerequisite courses, and then you transition into the master's program at, you know, the, the graduate school that you are looking at. Um, you know, for example, I have a, a another a friend who majored in communications, actually, and then four years after graduating college decided that he wanted to go to um, become a chiropractor. And so he spent about a year uh, doing the, the science prerequisite courses that he needed at the school where he's completing now his uh, doctorate of chiropractic. So um, to become a chiropractor. So that's where, like I said, it just kind of depends also. Um, there are some courses that you can take at a community college and then there's other programs who have it built in into their master's program where you complete the prerequisite courses and then you transition into the master courses or uh, doctorate, like I said, in this case, it was a doctor uh, uh, to become a chiropractor. Gotcha, what is the process for applying to a graduate school? The process, it, that also depends on per school. Uh, there's usually, like I said, the, you know, the application, uh, some of them require a GRE, MAT, uh, you know, other tests that might be required. Some might require a personal statement. Uh, some might have kind of just an overall um, admission interview. And so each admission process does look very different. And I usually recommend uh, for all students, if that is, um, if students are interested in pursuing graduate school, um, attend information sessions, you know, find out, uh, you know, when those are, because that's where you're going to get the most information and understand what the program is like. It also gives students a great opportunity to meet, even meet the faculty who are going to be teaching that program. And that's how I would say majority of the information sessions for um, graduate programs are set up. They're set up so you can learn about the program gives you an opportunity to ask questions. And at the same time, it gives you an opportunity to meet, you know, the faculty who you're going to be learning from. So Amanda, we got a question from a listener, and I think it's a really great question. And here it is. What is a GRE and MAT test? Think of them as kind of like an SAT, um, where they have, you know, different components, you know, the math, the reading, the writing. Um, and th like I said, it, 
I always say, you know, think of it as an SAT and it really is very, very similar. Um, it's a proctored exam that you have to take. And right now, because of COVID, a lot of schools have been waiving um, both of those exams because it is a little bit harder to um, take the exam right now. I know more locations that do proctor the exams are beginning to open up. Um, but like I said, same thing you would, um, they have books for each one as well to practice. Uh, so that way you can practice the material. Uh, and so uh, similar, like I said, similar to an SAT, you would just have to set up uh, your um, test date and then show up. Um, and there's different locations that offer the different exams. And if you go on, you know, if you just Google search, you know, GRE, you'll be able to find out, you know, when the test dates are based on where you live and be able to set that up. You can also purchase the books um, through the websites. What are the steps for those that don't need to go to graduate school after their undergrad, but need to get experience or a job in their field? So with that, I always recommend for students to conduct informational interviews with other people who are in that same career path. So that way um, they're able to understand, you know, what their path was look like. Because for everyone, like I said, it, it, you know, it's, you know, everyone has their unique pathway of how they got to where they're at. Um, you know, there's no uh, prescriptive, you know, um, document that tells you this is exactly what you need to do. Uh, and so I, um, for students who are planning to, you know, go into the workforce immediately, graduating with their bachelor's is, you know, finding people who are in a, you know, similar career path or, you know, industry, or, you know, specific job that you really want, and set up informational interviews with multiple people to learn and, you know, also build kind of a little network of, you know, mentors who can help guide you and be there whenever you do have questions. So I would say, um, you know, schedule informational interviews, uh, find out, you know, continue doing research on jobs and, you know, possible, you know, internships or volunteer opportunities to help you gain more experience. And, you know, also when you're doing that research, you can start to see, you know, the different jobs that are offered and, understand, you know, what requirements are needed. So once you understand what requirements are needed and what experience is needed, you know, you're able to, you know, set up, you know, your small goals before you get to, you know, your larger career goal. We got another question from a listener and here it is. What are some sites that you recommend I use to find a job and connect with those that are in my field of work? Yeah, definitely. I would recommend LinkedIn. LinkedIn, you know, is, you know, available to everyone. You also have, you know, some institutional platforms, like, and if you have an alumni network, uh, there's also Handshake that allows you to connect with employers, research employers. There's also Vault, uh, which is another resource that allows you to research employers, understand what the day in the life of a specific, um, you know, industry looks like. Uh, so I would say between, you know, and even just general Google search, uh, Google searching, um, researching specific companies as well um, can also be, you know, really helpful in understanding, you know, what, you know, the company does, you know, trying to find out if it's a good fit for you. Uh, so there's lots of different, I would say, ways that you can do it. Um, and like I said, once again, researching companies, LinkedIn, Handshake, if there's an alumni network connected to your school and just a general Google search as well. Before we wrap this up, Amanda, any tips or advice that you have found that have worked for you and could possibly help someone that is getting ready and trying to figure out what is next for them? Ask for help. And I think for me, I asked a little bit later in, in my career path where 
I, you know, didn't utilize the resources, um, at least all the resources that, that were available to me, you know, getting out of my bachelor's, um, you know, gained as much experience through volunteering, internships, uh, conduct those informational interviews. And for me, it, you know, it's kind of full circle, just if you keep asking, you know, if one person, you know, isn't able to help you find someone else, you know, and continue, um, you know, just conducting informational interviews. And that was something that I did uh, once I was already working in higher ed. I was, you know, I started going to conferences for uh, my previous role and I started meeting more people. And then that's when I really started to learn that there was a lot more in higher education and working at a college university um, that, you know, there was still so much more potential that I had no idea about because I had never really, you know, done the research myself and really, you know, asked questions. Uh, so, um, overall, I would say just make, you know, start building your network, you know, find people that you, you know, pursue, you know, that you want to be, you know, find people that, you know, if it's on LinkedIn, and if you say I want their job, um, and then start finding, you know, what, you know, what it is that they did to get there. Thank you, Amanda, for coming on today. I truly appreciate all the information and advice that you gave today. I am sure that it will help someone. And, maybe guide them to what they think is best for them in terms of what is next for them. Thank you. No, I appreciate this. And I'm glad uh, you're doing a project like this. I think this is a great addition to just letting, you know, more people know, of, you know, the different pathways and different steps that everyone can take. This was episode 10. What is next? I hope this helped you as much as it did for me. And don't forget to catch me for another episode. You've been listening to Tales of a Chicana Woman with your host, Emily Z. Follow Tales of a Chicana Woman on Twitter at Tales of a Chicana. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you for listening. Join Emily Z again next week on Friday. This podcast was student produced at the University of Laverne.